It's Super Tuesday, and Democrats in a number of key states are headed to the polls today, but many Republicans are outraged. We don't know for sure if there was, in fact, corruption. This sham process is the low point in the Senate for me. Hear why many on the right are calling the 2020 election nothing more than a partisan witch hunt aimed at unseating the president. From the Onion and Onion Public Radio, this is The Topical. I'm Leslie Price, and a vote for me is a vote for the news. Stay with us. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Our top story today takes us to the world of politics, where White House officials are condemning the 2020 election. They claim the campaigns of Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, and Joe Biden, among others, are all part of a partisan witch hunt orchestrated by Democrats to unseat President Trump. Here with more is OPR political correspondent Dirk Mullins. Hi, Leslie. In a statement released today, White House Press Secretary Stephanie Grisham called the upcoming presidential election, quote, another pathetic effort by the left to nullify the results of the 2016 election. She even called it an embarrassing attempt at a coup and hinted that a campaign to unseat the president in 2020 had been in the works since the day Trump became the country's 45th president. How have the Democrats responded so far? Many Democrats, independents, electoral scholars, and pundits have pointed out that America has held elections in the past, but those in the Trump administration still contend that Democrats' growing efforts to remove Trump from office in a fall election is nothing more than a political circus, a charge that Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell quickly grabbed onto and spread among top party leaders. How so? Well, an elite memo from McConnell's office, he implored GOP members to take to Twitter in the airways to push the argument that an election in 2020 is a bald and disgusting attempt by Democrats to try and get Trump to stop working on behalf of the American people. Already, that line of defense is popping up all over the likes of Fox News and CNN, and the hashtag stop the election is already trending nationwide. Wow, so it sounds like Republicans are in unison on this issue. It seems they are. There's even talks that they would fight the Democrats in the court system if they attempted to use the results of a 2020 election to unseat the president. I see. What's the response from leadership on the left? They're scrambling a bit, Leslie. There are whispers that a large group of Democratic congressional members worry that a 2020 election will be seen as too partisan, and many other Democrats have voiced concern to Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi that the American public just does not have an appetite for an election this year. So is there a possibility Democrats might want to sit this election out to combat perception that they're trying to get rid of the president? Well, Speaker Pelosi hasn't said as much so far, but it's not off the table either. All her office has said is that they are currently collecting data from constituents and congressional caucus members to determine if going forward with a presidential election in 2020 is the best move for her party at this time. So right now, this looks like it could be a pretty big win for Donald Trump and his supporters if there isn't a 2020 election. It does seem that way. And if a 2020 election is scratched from the Democrats' plans, Republicans see no reason why they can't get rid of all subsequent elections moving forward. Interesting stuff. I know I'll be very curious to see if there's an election in November or any other year in the future for that matter. Thank you, Dirk. Thank you. Thank you. 
It's one of the hottest peppers known to man, 400 times hotter than Tabasco sauce. And in order to know more about the chili that measures 1 million units on the Scoville heat scale, the National Institute of Food and Agriculture has announced that they are offering a new $100 grant to anyone who's willing to eat a ghost pepper in front of them. Here with more is OPR science reporter Rebecca Neal. Rebecca, tell us more about this grant. Coming fresh off their last $50 grant awarded to a group of teens who researched the effects of eating a spoonful of cinnamon, program director Dr. Noah Buckner laid out the goals the Institute is hoping to accomplish with this new funding. My cousin brought this ghost pepper back from his trip to India, and honestly, we just want to watch someone eat it. And if you do, we'll give you a hundred bucks. Sounds pretty straightforward. What are the grant requirements? To begin, the recipient of the hundred dollar funding must fully chew the ghost pepper without spitting it out and swallow it completely while Institute members film the study on their smartphones to upload to YouTube later. And do applicants need any professional qualifications? Not at all. However, the perfect applicant would most likely be an easily goaded individual desperate for attention and with the willingness to harm themselves for the entertainment of others. Okay, here's the deal. Since no one at the Institute will volunteer to take this challenge because they're all a bunch of pussies, <coughs> Nick, come on, man, I said I'd do it if someone does it with me. We pulled together 100 big ones, and the grant is open to literally anyone. So which one of you has the clinical trial cojones to step up to the plate? You hear that? That's a hundred smackers that can all be yours in exchange for, uh, advancing the med- the knowledge of, uh, I don't know, how the body reacts to eating a ghost pepper while a bunch of strangers, uh, watch, I guess. Yeah, that, that works. Rebecca, is the Institute offering any other kinds of resources? For instance, a slice of bread or a glass of milk to absorb the spicy capsaicin after ingesting the pepper? No, these items are not permitted because they could interfere with data collection, or as Dr. Buckner put it, quote, no way that's totally weak and basically cheating. Mm-hmm. They will, however, supply the ghost peppers and a bucket in case the recipient throws up or starts uncontrollably foaming at the mouth. And have they found any applicants yet with the balls to step up and eat this thing? Well, Dr. Buckner's 14-year-old nephew Marshall was an early applicant but was disqualified when he wimped out, spit the half-chewed pepper on the ground, and started crying. Mm. The video has been uploaded to YouTube in the name of scientific transparency, though. Here's a clip. <sighs> Hot! Hot! Oh. Oh. oh my god! Oh my god! Help me! Dude, dude, don't rub your eyes! Ah. <laughs> oh man. Well, it looks like that hundred bucks is still up for grabs for some crazy son of a bitch. Rebecca, would you ever eat that thing? No fucking chance. That's OPR's Rebecca Neal. Thanks, Rebecca. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. All right, I'm going to be honest with you. I forgot I had a dentist appointment today, and I'm already late, so we got to get through the rest of this news quick. Here's what else you need to know today. It's Super Tuesday, and that means millions of undecided voters are exiting the polls today. Voters in California, Utah, and Virginia, among others, all cast their ballot either by selecting someone willy-nilly or just leaving it blank altogether. People in the Super Tuesday states were reportedly very excited for the summer when they will finally just be told who to support. 
Former President Barack Obama was spotted taking a detour to look at his old White House in Washington, D.C. today. Sources say he went up to the front door to ask if he could look inside since he used to live there, but was quickly turned away. And good news for fans of Dick's Last Resort. The restaurant chain announced this week they'll be opening a brand new chain of funeral homes where morticians verbally insult corpses and their mourning loved ones. And that's the Topical for today. I'm Leslie Price. If your ears liked what they heard, why not use your fingers to subscribe to the Topical wherever you get your podcasts? My mouth will thank you. And don't forget to join us tomorrow for the inspiring story of a Massachusetts woman who was told she was infertile. But now, she's popping out several healthy babies a week. You won't want to miss it. We'll see you then. <laughs>